Yeah. We did you click it? We're live. We're live. Oh shit. Well then, Charlie lads. Hello. Hello. How about you? I'm all right, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, no, well, first thing I want to say is lad. Happy my first guest. Hello. Feel honoured. You should feel honoured, lads. Cause I've been waiting. How long was it to say? Three, four years to start this. Yeah. And none of like not only like Derek even wanted to jump on first. And he's been hard on me for this. Terrible Derek. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't apologise, lad. You'll be around here one day. Yeah, but as you can tell, I'm nervous. No, it's fine. It's, uh, it is fine, like, but first of all, lad, what, what's been going on with yourself? That's, like, the main thing. Well, finished uni now. Mm-hmm. So. How long did you do? Three or four? Three. It, was it always in um, the uh, my quarter? Yeah. Mm. Well, how was that done? Weird, like, because why people are shocking, you know what I mean? Like, as you so I, could, yeah, and obviously, you know, it's just glass windows. Mm. I could be doing a mad monologue where I'm like in tears on the floor crying, and I look up and there's this tourist couple <laughs> like that with the phone, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, fuck, no. so <laughs> it, it was, it was good though, yeah. it's different. Have you branched out like further from me? Like, so your performances, did you always stay? In the Mac or do you just go to like actual theatres or to do like an end of year play? Yeah, whatever. Oh yeah, no, we went play. to um, one in St George's Hall. Nice. The M and S Theatre, the conference bit. Yeah, yeah. And the Playhouse. Mm. I went to every man as well. Really? Been everywhere. Just haven't been the Empire. How many? So how many have you actually done? About <laughs> five. You, done, you said four there, but like was the more? Yeah, they've done two in. In the mech wars, I'm like, yeah, you got like this performance space upstairs with like Astro, it's a bit weird, but yeah. Astro, yeah, I know. Yeah. To be fair, the mech wars are nice since they done a rock. Um, what was the best one that you done? My last one, Festum, that was in the playhouse, that was in the main role, so main role. Yeah. Would you like the boy? Would you like the that main was one? The, I was the boy, <laughs> was you him? I was, but yeah. it was, um, yeah, it's probably the best one, like, yeah. What, what was that one about? Um, it was like, it was a Danish short film originally. Mm. And it's about um, like the, a father abusing his children, and then now that he's older, mm. um, his sister unfortunately killed herself, whatever. And then I, my character, like announces it to everyone at the dinner table, mm. and they don't really care. They just like brush it away, and then my character just goes on a mad one. Mm. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie, considering like this podcast is about mental health, yeah. that actually sounds like a proper boss starter yeah, in no, terms I, of just to dive into that bit. I, um, it was hard though, like it's, it's hard trying to get in that headspace. I'm not surprised because obviously going from like the level that you're at and obviously you want to get to a higher level, mm. but where you look at like, wasn't it Heath Ledger with the Joker where he made himself that insane just to play yeah. a part? Did you feel like a small amount of it because obviously... <laughs> The grasp of playing the Joker with Christopher Nolan and all that as your director, and obviously you just dance scale it. Did you feel like you had to become a slight part of the actual character in terms of day to day? Yeah, you, you kind of like have to enter this world. Like there was a rehearsal where in my character ends up getting beat up by his older brother because mm. his older brother's like you're ruining everything. Like because his he's meant to be getting control of like a restaurant and he's like you're ruining everything mm. like bounce like hits me head off the table but such and then we finished it and like, i just stood there and just started crying like i don't know my tutor was like you're okay and i was like i, don't, I just need like i don't know it was hard yeah but i don't know it's good do you, do you find that part of it though even though like you were like physically and emotionally 
crying because of it? Do you do you find like enjoyment <coughs> in that because you've got to put yourself into a position where you might not know that you can reach, but you've then reached that point of in a sense excellence mm. because you've been able to go from one part to another and say no I actually can't play this character it's a, is it like a sense of achievement yeah that was a big yeah. step like from where it'd been like even like loads of people said like you know we didn't know you could do it mm. didn't, I didn't know I could do it yeah but I just put myself in this world and just in this character's head for like six months and then but you do one show mm. which was annoying because you, you have this big build up and obviously the adrenaline before you go on yeah. stage and then it's over. So like literally you have like that big up, up, up and up, do the show yeah. and then it just stops there yeah. and then you've kind of got to live on with that. So would it be easier then carrying on with more shows even though you have to stay in that headspace for longer? I feel like it would or to do a few yeah. more because so I'd done one um, in St. George's Hall and it wasn't the main role but it was I had to do two. I had to cover for someone, so I had to do one the next day. Mm. And then I, I don't know, I had this, like, it's called post-show depression. Mm. So, like, you know, obviously, as you said, then with the adrenaline and the big build-up, and then it's just nothing. Yeah. It's, like, loads of, loads of actors and stuff getting. Yeah. To say, because what you're saying about, like, loads of actors, is, isn't that what, is that what happened to Heath Ledger? I was asking both of you, isn't that one? Yeah, I, I keep referring back to him just because he was obviously so notoriously <coughs> famous for getting into his own headspace. Because there was a documentary, wasn't it, about Jim Carrey and a certain character that he had to play when it came out on a Netflix documentary. Oh, and he went, like, he was walking around as that character. He was yeah. playing a real person. I can't remember his name, though. Yeah. I know what you're on about, and he was, like, causing murder mm. on the set. So, like, how do you think then? Because, obviously, <coughs> it's happened to big-time actors... And obviously you feel like that adrenaline rush and then it just stops right there for mm. it and you still kinda gotta live with it. How would you address that in terms of yourself or giving that off to other people to not feel as affected? I don't know, it's hard. Like I think you just gotta keep going, mm. doing other things and just keep your mind off it. Yeah. Like I, w- I went through a week where um I didn't like when I finished uni, it was like the same. Mm. Cause you know, three years of all this hard work and then it's not then I've stopped and then you just feel I don't know you just feel not lonely but empty yeah there's like there's nothing you feel like there's nothing there yeah to move move on to mm. so I had there was a week where I didn't even like I said to Lydia I just don't want to see you don't want to speak to you yeah and I was just I, but that's where I was writing mm. writing a short film in that week yeah because trying to keep busy because then wouldn't that just then be like an aspect of life where you can go to uni for three years and that is your every single day, more or less. Mm. And if you're not physically there, you could be doing work over the weekend. Yeah. If, I don't know, footballers, they have a career <coughs> where it can last 20 years and then as soon as they retire, there's nothing. So It's a routine, I think. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it is. Because I, I felt a little bit empty in myself when I have the six weeks off work because it's obviously working in the school. Yeah that you have that routine if you wake up at a certain time, you go to work at a certain time. And it's not like where people might go, oh, you get up and you go to your nine five, but it's good to have that routine. Yeah, no, so it is. Once that routine stops, how can I say? It's like you got to kind of have something in play or something ready to take over and start filling up that space. That's why people like go to the gym and stuff and mm-hmm. just constantly keep them busy. And yeah. It's annoying how you have to keep busy. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's also 
it's so good for you, but it is so annoying as well. But I, I completely understand that because if you stop and do nothing, especially when you come into like our age and you start getting that bit older, yeah, that you can't sit there and jump on COD for 12 hours straight. No. Because you've got responsibilities, you've got a partner or something like that, you've got to go and do the shopping or mm. whatever. So in terms of like routine and all that, do you feel like that our routine is completely different to a kid's routine though? And I know that that might sound like a bit straightforward, but we could still do the same things as what kids do. But the amount of responsibility we have now, yeah, like it's you've, more detrimental on, on us. Yeah, you've got to like work, you know, you've got to, you can't, as you said, you can't just fucking play the Xbox for 12 hours straight. I'd love to. Yeah. But you can't, you know what yeah. I mean? So I don't know, just, you just got to keep busy and just have, you just got to have a routine, I think, anyway. Mm. So how long did it last for you then for... That drop off, but you still had that character and that adrenaline in your system. Do you mean from the show? Yeah, yeah. So f- when that show ended, until how long? Until like he kind of got over it. It was a few weeks, you know. Really? Mm. So what? What was like the things going through your head? Just like it's like peaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was me- that was my peak. Like mm. I haven't done anything like that before, and I was proud of myself. Everyone was proud of me, whatever. But it's like. It's like if you win an Oscar or something, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you've peaked. Yeah. So where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. It's like that with any, really any goal. Yeah, If you is. set a goal mm-hmm. and you've got it, you need to set another one and then mm-hmm. another one. I think Matthew McConaughey said, like, in what in a, a speech when he won an Oscar, saying, like, his hero is him in 10 years. Yeah. So he's constantly... Chasing after it. Yeah, but he'll never get there, mm. which I think is good to have. It is good to have, because, like, where do, you, <coughs> where do you see yourself in 10 years, just roughly? Kind of things if you went down that route, acting professionally, yeah, instead of not professionally, not prof- doing like short films and stuff. So, say for instance, if you did get down at 37, yeah, oh, God, I've just felt me back there a little yeah. bit from that, and I'm only 36 then. Um, <laughs> so you get that 10 years from now, you're doing short films professionally, and that where do you? see yourself as 47 would that then change well obviously if you don't have an answer that's fine but do you reckon that would then change yeah i want to be like just i don't know I mean, my goal is to I, i'm not really i don't care about being famous or anything like that doesn't bother me that just mm. comes with the job but i want to act professionally where i don't have to go into tesco yeah. and work like three days a week or mm. four days a week would you ever not take an opportunity though to, to go big time in that sense so say if a role came up um Maybe something came up in Liverpool and Stephen Graham or Jodie Comer was in it. Mm. And they're like, oh, Charlie, we saw like the work that you've done. This could be your next step. You're interested. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. But I just, like I, as I said, fame doesn't, that doesn't bother me. Yeah. It just comes with the job. But it's like, the way I'm trying to put it is not fame, but it's like that next step of career. You might become famous from it, but you might not. But would you just take oh, it? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, take it. Like, yeah. Taking a heartbeat. Mm. Especially with them too. Would you take it even though fame will come with it? Yeah. Mm. It just, was said, comes with the job. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of them. It's a bit, it's a bit annoying. Like, yeah. must, would be annoying just like you couldn't even go to the shop. Yeah. Mugged. Especially if you're like an A-list or something. Yeah, that's right too. Like, I imagine you're trying to go and buy like some cheese or something from the shop. And I mean, a couple of glucose. Have you seen like videos of Taylor Swift? No. When she's like, goes to a restaurant. Gets mobbed. Like, how do you live like that? Yeah. It'd be minted, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, she's boss, but and then people turn up outside your house and all that. I know, modern pictures and 
autographs. Would you would you take that life, even though it came with a lot of money? And that goes to both of <laughs> you, by the way. So if you want to give an answer on that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'd have to, wouldn't I, really? Because mm. that's my goal, to be an actor. Yeah. What about you? If I could choose to be rich and not famous, I would. Yeah, that's the cop-out answer. The question is, though, <laughs> if you didn't want to become famous, but you had a chance to become rich and then the fame came with it, would you still take it? No. No? No. no. Why? Too much hassle? Or? Yeah, mm. a lot. So it's, you just don't. You just want to live your own life, don't you? You mm. don't want to get mobbed by people in public yeah, and your sure. life's all over like twitter yeah yeah, yeah. You, you, you've got to be fucking perfect and yeah. getting cancelled for yeah a tweet you said when you were 12 <sighs> you're always under scrutiny as well so mm. there's mm. there's nothing you can really do you can't be yourself but that's just my take on it that's fair enough other people yeah. handle it better i just know i wouldn't mm. no that's that's like fair enough to be honest because i i won't mind the fame part of it like that wouldn't phase me to be honest as long as it's like the right fame because like you might become someone that's like just pure musical or whatever but say for instance if this took off yeah and i feel like that's the right fame in my eyes kind of thing because it's like an actual purpose kind of thing not because i've got a talent or whatever or it's I you got being you yeah it's me being me so people kind of knew that yeah and like know how to approach me or whatever so if you saw i don't know john cena and jd james you wouldn't really know how to approach him would you just go you wouldn't off. see him Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Good. <laughs> I'll leave. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that is the thing, though. Like, Yeah, I'd be, I'd be scared. Like, I'd be like, oh, John Cena there. Yeah. Because no. didn't someone go over to him and try and get a picture of him? Didn't he, like, tell him to go away? Yeah, loads of... Oh, don't know about that. I know loads of my mates got pictures with him when he was in the gym, and every single picture he got was just... That's my that's my signature yeah, post. like that. He also had a hat on as well, like you. Really? Unfortunately, I can't see you though. Oh, yeah. A bit mad that though, seeing John Cena and JD Jim. Yeah, it is what it is though. What was he doing here? Um, was it wrestling on or was it an event? Nah. Comic, was it Comic Con? <laughs> Beats me. No, because there's something Comic Con coming up. Like, so that's the second one. There was one before because oh. I know um, Dustin from Stranger Things was in like the cavern having a bevy. What? Really? Was he having a bevy? He's like. Don't know. 16, isn't he? Yeah, that's what I say. I feel like he's Maybe still... he wasn't having a bevy. I don't know. He might be 18 now, to be fair. He could be. You never know. Get it up. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jamie. Yeah. Um, actually, try and actually get that up, though, if you can. Yeah, because I just want to clarify and put my mind at ease. But while he's doing that, um, you were saying before, though, about writing. Yeah. But obviously, you've, you've gone down the path of acting and you were saying maybe in 10 you can see yourself professionally acting but like on smaller stuff because it's not none of that fame that yeah. comes with how come you want to go down the writing route of it though because so with acting it's like it's hard to get into like it's literally it's so hard like you've just got to be so lucky mm -hmm. or just keep keep going and keep at it yeah so for me to get an agent I'd have to keep doing short films to build a show reel to send off yeah and then, but if that work's not coming, then you're basically stuck in limbo. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll just write something and I'll just make something. So I'm not waiting around for people. Mm. I'm doing it myself. So I just had a week where I was just writing a film, short film. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot it in January. Yeah. 
Yeah. As in you're going two shoes in January yeah, coming yeah, like, up. Yeah. Yeah. Full, full so how long? Like. <coughs> how long has it been since you started writing that then? And when will it kind of be ready to go? And obviously to be a bit more prep time in between finishing and then actually shooting it. But how long would that averagely take? It's I'm still like changing things now. Yeah. As a sense, it's someone um, who work with he done. He done went to uni and done like script writing or something. Mm-hmm. So I sent it to him and he sent me a back loads of notes like saying I'd like to see more of this character. Um, you could get rid of this, yeah. change this. Mm-hmm. So I'm still changing it. Yeah. I've cast it. How do you find the casting? That's actually something that's always intrigued me. That when like you see big time people getting cast in films, you go, ah, oh, they don't look anything like that, or they don't look like the other shooter. It's hard. It was hard. Like I'm, I'm too nice, me. So. We had this studio in the arts bar, mm. and um, there's four of us sat behind a table, <laughs> and like the people were coming in one by one, but they were all so good. Like I was waiting for someone terrible to come in, mm. and no one did. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And then it was just, and then I got people back in, a few people, mm-hmm. to see how they do again, and then cast it. Mm. But everyone was good, so I, I mean, the work with them in the future, yeah. which is good to have them there. Mm-hmm. And then some some girl, she looked too young to play the girl. But I wrote her in. Mm-hmm. I wrote her a character in. But she was that good. Yeah. I mean, that, that's absolutely fair enough. And you know, good on you because you're a nice guy. Well, I, Did I, you, was it more like a guilt thing that kind of made you bring her in? And we, we'll cut this out. Well, put it in. Yeah. No, no, no. She was like really good. Okay, fair enough. Like she just nailed it. Just yeah. dead natural. Mm. Which I'm after. I don't want like one of this GCSE. <laughs> Hollyoaks acting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like that would be the level I was at. I got a yeah. um, distinction star in acting. Did you? Uh, I was really proud of it. Got told to go to uni to do acting. I was like, no. Why? Didn't want to do it. Just, I was just good at it, but didn't want to go and do it. I wanted to go and be a PE teacher. Fair enough. So I just listened to what course that my PE teacher's done. Didn't even look into it and yeah, go ahead, I'll do that. Yeah. Went to uni and left after two years. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Finish. Didn't want to be a PE teacher anymore. Yeah, but then you've got that there then. Like, it shows that you've been... I don't know. Yeah. So, we're going to come away from acting. This, this this is like me, like a vent. This is like my venting thing. Okay, go on. I hate uni. I, yeah. ha- I hate the aspect of it. There's only some parts of it that I agree with. So, university, where when it comes to like doctors, maybe physios, mm. um, other stuff that requires you to really go and actually do well. But when it comes to like teaching, especially the way teaching is at the minute, like I could go in and probably teach most of my classes now because it's like a work. But mine is different because it is, it is SEN. But I also don't like the fact that with uni, you kind of just left to go and do things by yourself. Mm. It's like a lot more independence, which obviously they're going to try and promote and like push onto you because you are going to go into the bigger world. But I also feel like there's too much as well in the in independency. In the independency, yeah, there we go. <laughs> so when we went, I went and joined it. Basically, I first year I messed about because it was just uni. Feel like everyone kind of does that. Yeah. Um. So went out drinking all the time, stuff like that. Second year came around, knuckled down a little bit more, but just still went enjoying it. Um. But overall, I just don't think uni is actually the the best thing, and I feel like it's too forced upon people, and especially in the world that we live in at the minute. So like this right now, I didn't have to go to uni to do this. Yeah. This could absolutely crash after 10 episodes and just never do it again. Mm. But how many podcasts are there in the world? How many YouTubers are there in the world? How many 
artists and stuff like that. Like, did you feel that you had to go to uni to become an actor? Well, what you were saying there with like people messing about and stuff, I I don't think people should go to uni straight after mm -hmm. sixth form. Yeah. Like I went at twenty four. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a mature student, so I had time to think and, and thought, yeah, that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you, I yeah, I felt like I had to go to uni because I was just waiting around for like I was doing extra work and. But mm. now that I've been to you, I'm made up. I went like, yeah. it's changed me as a person. Mm. Um, yeah, I've just gotten so much better and so much more confidence. Yeah. We we'll say that that is to be fair then, like, because you said you waited until you were 24 to go. Mm. I went when I was 18. Uh, yeah, I don't think people should. Uh, yeah. It, but it gets so, it gets pushed onto you so much. Mm. So, like, I always just remember, I feel like we've done like a week or so of like thinking about what options you wanted to do and then writing them down and then actually choosing the option. But that's because the school wanted us to choose. So if I believe I'm, if I'm correct, schools may get more money or yeah. they get a better track record of how many kids go to a university yeah, from that school. Ofsted, isn't it, and stuff like yeah. that. I'm sure they do. So like in a sense, it's kind of wrong because you're pushing <coughs> kids into like a direction where they might not be ready to go into. Yeah. Yeah, because some people do like they get forced into a degree, as you've just said, and then yeah, like. They don't like it or it's not what they're gonna do and then they're in debt. Yeah. And they've got to pay this off and they're not even doing it. Most people don't even we're gonna work in Jaguar Land Rover. Most people there had degrees but stayed mm. in Jag because of the money. Yeah. But they had like really good degrees, but no one wanted to do anything with yeah. it. Because like I'm in eighteen grand worth of debt. Yeah. For something that I'm never gonna use. Mad because then. people wanted me to go to uni. Yeah. But I only went because they wanted me to go and it, it seemed like the thing to do, so I got more hype for it. Mm. But looking back now I was like People just see the loans, like the student loans that you get, give you know, put in your bank, whatever, yeah. and just go mad with them. Mm. Like it should, you should be allowed to go and work for like a year or two and try and find out who you are a little bit. Like that eighteen <laughs> to nineteen, maybe twenty-one, would be such a vital time for people to go out and do things, and then have the option to then go to uni. Yeah, it should be twenty-one. I think should be mm. twenty twenty-one should be like the age to go to uni. Yeah, say because imagine like going to uni when you're 18 and not having an actual clue what you want to do you've just been told to go most people in me, on yeah. my course like i don't think most of them will do acting ever yeah they were just there because it's it's fun you know mm -hmm. what i mean and you, you don't get really as you were saying before you don't get left like you got left alone and just put on your own yeah we didn't mm. ours was like full-time like you're in class you're doing like game you play games you know what i mean yeah. playing like ninja at, like nine o'clock in the morning i'm, <laughs> I'm in debt i'm like 54 grand debt for this. It was fun, like, you know what I mean? I'd rather be doing that and just being given, like, an essay and sent on my way. Yeah, because I always just remembered that. When I left uni, it was kind of like, oh, what are you doing that for, kind of thing, and then a couple of other people left. But the people that graduated, like, one of them is just a football coach now, so we kind of got something there. But one yeah. girl, um, she ended up going to do makeup. Mm. Some girl ended up just playing football full-time. Um, I, can't, I can't remember exactly everyone. There was someone that went and worked in JAG, and there was someone else that went on to do like absolutely nothing with the course. Really, yeah. And he's thinking, you've just done three years, got, got your degrees, got that piece of paper finished, do your hat up in the air, and then go. And we'll see something else now, don't yeah, worry. Yeah, might as well just got your certificate and booked it off because you're not going to do anything with it. Yeah. It's good to have on your CV for certain yeah. things because most people like a graduate scheme or whatever. Mm. They don't care what you've done yeah. as long as you've been to uni, you've graduated. Yeah. Because that's what I only said to you before because you've done two years. Like, you may as well just finish the 
the other one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because remember last week when we were talking, Derek. Um, well, not us personally, but when you were there, and we had the others here, and it was that Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone. You're onto it, like no. where he's like a mafia boss. Is it on Amazon Prime? Something like that, yeah, or whatever. I, mean, but I think I've seen. There's a clip in it where he goes on to say about they don't really care about your grades and all that with jobs when they try and hire hire you. They want to see that you've got that unity degree because you turned up for somewhere for three years. Yeah. You met deadlines and you met deadlines with a good quality. Yeah. So they're not bothered about the work that you've done. It's just, just showing that you. Yeah. Just they just up. know that you can turn up every day. Yeah. So why can't jobs just accept us to say that? I can turn up every day, but I don't need to be in 27, 54 grams worth of debt. Yeah. Just with to say. interest as well. Yeah. It's just like, that's my thing anyway with unis. Like, I'm just. Yeah, I don't think it is mad. Like, mm. like 54 grams for a job. Yeah. Because, like, for yourself, you're doing quite well, aren't you? At the minute. Thanks. Doing all right, yeah. Yeah, but you didn't go to uni for it, did you? You learned on the job. More yeah, or less. I'm on um, an apprenticeship, so yeah, I'm learning and earning. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? Um, like industrial electrician. Oh yeah, course. But uh, I'm in college to do an electrician course, but my job is all industrial. Oh. So you're just learning on the job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Find that easier? Do you think them going um, like? Yeah, because I, I feel like a lot of people learn by doing things practically yeah not theory wise yeah people mm-hmm. are different aren't they and you just yeah some people you? can sit down and learn from a book but i feel like a lot more people can learn from actually doing things and seeing things in front of them yeah hands on and seeing things how and seeing how things work yeah mm-hmm. makes sense yeah. actually so what's your thoughts then on uni before we finish up on that part um as charlie was saying i think it's really good for like very academic jobs mm. where you need to learn um, things about human anatomy and crazy theories like science and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, that there's, at the same time, that there, there is a lot of jobs or courses that are useless. Mm. You can just learn so, on the job kind of thing. Yeah, mm. so I'm a bit divided on uni, but I, I lean towards it being useless. Yeah, but it's one of them, like, I think... My head, in a nutshell, it's good, but it's heavily overrated. Yeah. Like, heavily pushed upon people. Oh, God, my belly there. Don't yeah, imagine having your doctor, like, oh, when she goes... Really starving, all <laughs> that. <laughs> Getting them starving. Nando's. <laughs> yeah, imagine having your doctor, like, a surgeon comes in and he's like, oh, yeah, so I didn't go to uni, you mm. I learned on the job. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. So they are needed for, like, as you said, like, yeah, doctors so and stuff. Yeah, there will be stuff and all that, but, like you said, it's just... I feel like for what a lot of people, they want especially the way... Maybe the parts that we live in and live growing all that, we're not exactly glorified our mm, in terms no. of we're not the best loved in the world, maybe not get the most money and stuff. But we have got good unis. But I don't, can't see a lot of scousers becoming, like, doctors. So don't come across... No. If you go to, like, the Royal, I don't come across, like, a scouse doctor or something. Yeah, some John Ed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> some <I didn't>. John. <laughs> yes, bro. Me to fix your leg. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Where's the blade, lad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't want that to be comedy, though. Yeah. Um, let's go back to acting then, Sophia. We've been on uni for ages, and you weren't <laughs> even here by uni. Um, so, when it came to starting acting, mm. I know we kind of covered it before, but see if we can go more in depth, what challenges and all that do you actually face as an actor? 
and how does that have like maybe an impact on you mentally in terms of like oh, can I do this can I not do this or relationships with yourself because I can imagine it to be quite hard and quite frustrating and stressful yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what saying. so basically what challenges do you come across as an actor and does that have like a negative impact on your life or stuff like that um the challenges like with what I spoke about before mm. with you know going in this downward spiral after a show or playing like a a heavy character mm-hmm. um that's a challenge i'm le- i'm still learning to because m- even me film now my characters just i don't know i just love fucking playing characters that have been through hell yeah doesn't help me like but um <laughs> yeah i don't know like challenge and then confidence as well i think because mm. you, you're putting yourself out there especially you know if you're on stage and you got a scene where you got to like burst out crying yeah yeah, I've always thought this just before you carry on because I will forget the question. Oh. Normally, you just got to cry on scene. Yeah. Like, just you've got to cry at like a certain time, and you've got to be ready for it. Mm. How do you get into that headspace? Some people can do it. Some people can't. I didn't know I could do it until I done that play. Yeah. So there's a bit where my character comes out and after he's just being beat up. So I had that in my head. Mm. Like you're getting beat up. You're getting beat up. Um, and then. I was like speaking and saying things that, you know, would make me upset anyway. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out and he sees his sister. And I don't know, I just visualized like everyone I'd lost in my life, yeah. which is sounds proper dark and deep. But you got to And then, it and then yeah. you just, like, I didn't see the sister, I just seen like so many people. Mm. So, where you obviously you're focusing on one thing to get yourself ready physically, do you find yourself maybe like losing? A couple of seconds or whatever of the play that it might throw you out, or is that where the skill of acting comes? Do you mean like with the yeah? So thinking about whatever it is, your scenes coming up, you're about to cry, yeah, and all that. But you've got to get yourself in that headspace. You're thinking all these dark stuff to get yourself physically ready to cry. But do you maybe lose a couple of seconds? Or do you mean bringing because you're bringing yourself out of the play? Yeah, you've got to bring yourself mentally out of the play to then physically come into a bit more. Do you maybe like lose a couple of seconds or whatever of the play? That could throw you off. I don't really, you don't really think it's weird. Mm. Oh God, sorry, knock the table. Um, <laughs> if yeah. we, like, before it went on, and like, oh, sorry, I'm standing in the curtains are down mm. in my head. I'm just going over everything, my lines through the whole play, just panicking. But as soon as the curtain opens, you just forget. Like, obviously, just say that's the audience. You just forget. Mm. It's like a wall, and I, I don't know. I was just in it. Mm. Which is good because the whole cast were unbelievable. So everyone was in it. Yeah. Which it helps you, mm. you know, vice versa. So, yeah. Because where you're talking about the cast then as well, I feel like I'm just going to be firing questions as soon as Sorry. I think about them. Where you're talking about the cast there and you're saying like you're all in it together. <coughs> Do you ever find like any points where it's like maybe even like a little bit awkward? Because I don't know, like I always think about acting, even though I've been behind the camera before and I've mm. done it myself. I always think like, oh, like I've got to like act the same way, but is it easier because you're all there together and you're all there for yeah. a purpose and no one's judgmental? No, because it's it's mad because if so if everyone's going for it and that one person isn't, mm. that one person will stand out. Yeah, the one that isn't mm-hmm. and looks stupid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So everyone needs to just be on it. Yeah, go for it. Mm. Have you have you ever had a moment like that though, where you like? Maybe just starting off, just getting into acting and stuff, and then your feet, yeah. and you're like you kind of just stood there, and yeah. you look like that one that is not part of the group. 
Yeah, well, first year I had like I got a main role. Mm. Like there was a few main roles, but like I got one of them, and um, I was in class, and I had a panic attack mid scene, and I was just like, my tutor was like, "You're okay," and I was like, yeah. like shaking, like I don't know what happened to me. Mm. So that knocked me down a little bit, to be honest. Like mm. a year, I'd say. Yeah. So whenever I was doing stuff, I was just constantly thinking in my head, "I'm gonna have a panic attack." Mm. But obviously. That was me doing that, you know what mm. I mean? From the first time. I don't know how, how it happened. I think it was just... I think because I went... I was, like, one of the oldest. Yeah. I felt a lot of pressure because... Mm. wasn't more experienced, but I'd done a few more things than other people. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, it just knocked me confidence for about a year, I'd say. Yeah. It's like, I find panic attacks with him. I'm going to come back to you as well, Derek, just so... Have you ever had one before? I haven't, no. You haven't? I haven't. Like, don't don't you find, like, the odd, the, the weirdest thing ever? Yeah, it's like an out-of-body experience. Yeah. It's like, I always remember when I used to work in the home bag warehouse. I, um, I was just going down, driving down the, um, the aisles on my truck, mm. and I had my headphones in. And at that time, I think I was, li- I'm sure I was listening to, like, Lewis Capaldi. But this is when I was kind of already going through, like, a mental health stage, so, like, Maybe I was a bit more sensitive or something to anything. Yeah. And I remember I just started like hyperventilating and all that. And yeah, I had to just drive off. It's like, it like rises. Yeah. It was just so it's, mad. It's from weird. nothing. And I was trying to talk to my manager and I couldn't speak because I was choking. I was crying and all yeah. that. But you're just like, they're so harmless, but like they're mm-hmm. so detrimental up here for you. You just think, I'm having a heart attack. I'm having a stroke. Like that's yeah. what was going through my head. And I thought, yeah. what the hell's going on with me? Like, and my mm-hmm. legs, but everything was shaking. Mm hmm. I just had to go outside and have some water and just chill for a bit. Yeah. So I always remember I had like a mini one. Like I don't think I really <coughs> realised what it was at the time, but I had a small idea. Mm. Walking through town with my dad, like past Primark and all that. And I just started having like a mini panic attack in town. I can't remember why. Like it was just like out of nowhere. Maybe or? I don't know, because I've done well in crowds. Because well, this yeah. must have been about 18, mm. 17, 18 probably. So, obviously, I was a bit used to, obviously, schools had over a thousand people going to footy, going out, but then going out-out, so crowds, going to festivals and all that, going to raves. So, I was kind of used to all crowds, but it was was proper weird. Like, it is just mad. Like, it kind of just springs on you, and it's got you. Yeah, I know. And then, like, you just, I don't know. I had a few more after that. Mm. Um, Not, like, straight away, like... Sometimes when I get up mm. in class, because I'll be like, oh, I'm going to have a panic attack. Yeah. Do, do you reckon we're guilty of bringing it on ourselves because we think about it too much? Or, like, we build it up to, if this could happen, so then yeah. it overtakes us even more? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But then it, it stems back to the first one. It's like, why and where did that come from? Yeah. Like, I was doing a scene where um, my character was, like, walking through and... There's about um, two guys in Wyoming who murdered um, a gay person. Mm-hmm. So I was one of the murderers, and I was walking through in the jumpsuit, not in the jumpsuit like that. Yeah. And um, they're all like shouting at me, and then I have to s- speak to the judge, mm. saying like I'm sorry. And then next minute, I just just said rose from my feet. Yeah. And I was just shaking, and I could feel everyone looking at me. They were behind me. Yeah. And I just knew every single person was like going on with him mm. and then my tutor obviously but my tutor's like Mike he's um, when I done festing he wasn't going to give me the main role mm. because of 
me hiccups that I've had. Your hiccups? Like, you know, me, like me panic attacks. Oh, he didn't want to, he didn't want to throw me yeah. into the deep end, especially for this character. I honestly thought you meant like genuine hiccups. No, then. no, yeah. No, yes, yeah. <laughs> I got, yeah. <laughs> me, me, uh, me slang. Yeah. And um, he gave me a trust me with it and then he was made up of me. Mm. Do you think like ways to get over panic attacks then? And this goes out to both of you if you want to answer. That the best way to get over them is to go above your depth. So to get that main role mm. and something like that. Or if you was having one maybe in MMA or whatever, you would then have to maybe just go and have your first fight or something like that. Like if that would be a relatable one for your world. Um, I don't really know what causes the onset of panic attacks, so I, would, I wouldn't really know what to say, but... Mm. I guess like just go in for it, do do like do new things, stuff mm. like that. I don't know if pa- panic attacks are really such a thing and stuff like third world countries and stuff, do you know what I mean? I don't know if they suffer things like that. Yeah, because panic attacks is like anxiety, isn't it? And anxiety comes from like pressure and it comes from nerves and stuff. And where you're saying about third world countries, they don't. They don't have that pressure, dude, because they no. have, like, a routine. They know what they've got to do every day and stuff like that, and they accept probably the way that they live. So do you reckon the Western world is more prone to panic attacks then? Uh, maybe not even the, the Western, probably, like, if you go Far East, maybe, like, China and Japan, because obviously they're very work, workaholics in that sense. Don't uh, they have, like, a, sorry, don't they have, like, a, um, the highest suicide rates, like Japan or something? Japan does, yeah. Um, because there was there's a thing in Japan that always stands out to me. If you fall asleep at your desk and work, mm. it's seen as a good thing because you've worked yourself that hard that you're tired. That's mad. And they allow you to That's sleep. It. But obviously, if we slept on the job here, we'd get over and get booted or something yeah, on the floor. Sacked. Yeah. End up on Twitter, TikTok. Yeah. So do you reckon that like panic attacks? Obviously, like I said, stems from anxieties, it stems from pressure, and it then stems from nerves and whatever else that's going on. Overwhelming um, moments. We're more prone to it because probably the world that we live in. Do you reckon that comes from social media and stuff like that? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of pressure on people nowadays. Yeah, because I'd never heard of them like when I was growing up. Yeah, that is. They probably true. happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of pressure on people mm. nowadays. Do you reckon social media brings that more pressure? I feel like that's a question that everyone asks yeah, every day. Just what like seeing people's fake lives or yeah. And like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to look like that. Yeah, because I seen a thing the other day. Social media is only ha- the highlights of someone's life. Yeah, and that's all it is. But people always compare it. that is their life, kind of thing. Yeah, it's hard not to though. I mm. think, like, if I post a story, it's just usually like I'm the bombed out church when I'm outside work, just yeah. getting a break. I'm like, <laughs> know what I mean? But people like, like when you say. People like posting like the snippets of the lives, mm. like the best bits, and like on a yacht or something. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're on a yacht constantly. Mm. That that could be from years ago. Yeah, it could be actually. Yeah, because I mean. as long as they're not in it, it's just like a yacht in the sea or whatever. Even it could be whenever you want lives. to. Yeah. God, I can't wait to go on a yacht now. Take it and just take a picture and send it to you. Do it. I will. I go on the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> now with my coats freezing. Yeah. What was the what was the the duck bus was it? Remember that sunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was in town shopping. I was at L1 bus stops. I'd yeah. seen this helicopter come over. Yeah. There was a fucking loads of people going across the road. Looked over and it was just sinking. Didn't someone die in there? Shouldn't be laughing, actually. Good. <laughs> um, maybe, uh, yeah, I sorry. actually don't know. All I don't know is that it sunk. Yeah, all I know that it did sink. Um, but I actually don't know if anyone actually. I doubt it. I don't think. 
because there was a lot of people around in that area. Like because the docks were I can't remember. It was years ago. Yeah. You probably didn't. Probably dreamt it. No. Not a wired dream, something like that. Weird. Might have been getting ready in that mindset. Of yeah. Festing. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. Going back over a few years of you growing up, would you do anything differently that has had a negative impact on your mental health? Um, I'd say yeah, but I'd also say no. Because okay. I feel like it's made me who I am today. Like, if I didn't go to... So, Jag doing like nights and stuff. Yeah. That wasn't good. Mm-hmm. But me going there made me realise oh, I want to go to uni. Yeah. Which has made me who I am now. Mm-hmm. So I'd say yeah but no. But yeah but no. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's I weird. fully I agree with that. You you didn't want to go through the times of what you've gone through, but you've appreciated them and understood them why you're here today. Yeah, it's like it's, yeah. that was my path, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm the same there we're um home wagon, working nights. And I realised I didn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. So I went, went back into education because I knew I was good at it. But if you didn't go to Home and Bargain, you... Yeah, you I don't know it. where it would it's be. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's strange. Because, like, how much I hated that job made me start off, like, me YouTubing and stuff. And then that didn't work out. And they had the idea to then do a podcast. So it's been, like, three years or whatever, but obviously now I'm doing it. Yeah. But it's like, as, as you said, yeah... You would change, but wouldn't change it. So I would change going to home a bargain because I how much I didn't like it. Mm. But I wouldn't change it because I probably wouldn't be doing this right now or with the girlfriend that I'm with at the minute or in the job I'm in at the minute yeah, or the mindset strange. that I've got. Strange. Yeah. What about you, Dex? Anything? So the question is, going back a few years of you growing up, would you do anything differently that had a negative impact on your mental health? Um, <clears throat> and if you do this, probably go camera two as well, so you can get us both in. <laughs> yeah. Just before, I'd, it was just on me and like you two speaking, yeah. I was like, shut yeah. <laughs> Um, I'd, I'd probably just tell myself, uh, just do do the things you were scared to do. Mm-hmm. Because um, at the end of the day, you're still alive, aren't you? You're, yeah. Is you don't want to live life with regrets and you don't want to be 40, year, 40, 50 years of age looking back thinking, oh, I should have done that, you know. Mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, there'd be nothing worse than yeah. that. Yeah. Why, why do you think we're like so scared to do things, <laughs> but knowing that the results are going to be good for us anyway? Fear of the unknown. Is it, is failure it? as well. Yeah, failure is a big one, isn't it? Yeah. You don't, it's weird. Yeah. Because I don't get it. Like, why are we so scared to fail if. We're going to stay in the exact same place anyway. It's not like we're going backwards. We're just having achieved the next step. Too comfy. People get too comfortable. Especially yeah. like in jobs as well. People get yeah. too comfortable. You know, they've been there years and like, nah, I'll stay here. The money's yeah. hard. They've got to go pension. It's like, you're miserable. Mm. What do you want to do? Do you reckon that's because it comes down to their routine? They know what it's like, so they're scared to change it. Yeah. yeah. Because once you change your routine, it takes time to adapt to it. Yeah. I mean, that, that is fair enough, to be honest with you. I can, I can understand it as well why people want to stay in jobs like that and they do want to stay there but it's also for me personally and obviously people might think completely different but it's probably the worst thing that you can do like that's, that's like a more or less a fear for me that I'm just comfy well, and just yeah, no, staying just like that I'm not a 9 to 5 job person like I need to yeah. expand mm-hmm. you know just want to be tied down doing the same things you said yeah and with acting, it's different every time. 
what, what's yeah. different then with acting to nine to five? So it could be the hours, it could be the flexibility. It could be, what is it? Long hours. You do longer hours, but uh-huh. you know you you could be doing. I could be playing um, a drug dealer, mm-hmm. and next time I'm playing a teacher. Yeah. Next time, you know everything's different. Mm-hmm. I always remember so, like, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Where he, he had a, an interview or something like that, or he was on a podcast, and he was talking about the best part about being an actor is learning about other people's lives. Mm. So he might become a teacher, so you've got to get into the mindset. What's yeah. the teacher like? He became a boxer. Yeah, you got to research, yeah. So, boxing, he's, boss, so he's now got to live a life of a boxer. He's going to do something to do with like special forces. He's going to go and live a life of being special forces. Do you see yourself doing stuff like that? Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. I, I love him, to be honest. Him and Sha- Shia LaBeouf is probably one of my favourite actors as well. Yeah. Love him. Was that before, like, he went controversial? Would that be the word to use for him? I, was, I don't I, know too much about him. Like, Yeah, I don't really... Follow. I don't really follow that. I know yeah. he done... I think I watched him. He was on John Bairfel. Is it Bairfel? Bairfel? Yeah. He was John, on his podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I he was talking that. about, like... Because I know he... I think... I don't know if he hit his girlfriend or his mm. ex-girlfriend, which obviously I don't condone. Yeah. But I don't know. As an actor, mm. I, I love him. I think he's unbelievable. What made him like so special to you, or like really caught your eye more than others? So have you ever watched like Fury? Like he gets into the role. Like he's mm-hmm. like a. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's a method actor. I think he is. Mm. Like he just gets so deep into the role, and that's what I love doing. Yeah. But I've never had uh, other than. Christian and Feston. Mm. That's the only role where I've been able to dive deep into. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to do. I get yeah. a role where I can just where you are all hands in, yeah, jumping I, in deep. I am that person. Yeah, it's fun. Mm. Even yeah. though the story and the character might not be fun, but yeah. it's fun learning and trying to do it. Mm. Do you know long term all that could have an impact yeah. on you mentally to point where you might not be able to come back from it? No, I think I'd be able to come back. Yeah, I just have to. Do things that I do as yeah. me mm. for a bit uh, routine. <laughs> Going back to that, this episode should be called routine. <laughs> the routine. <laughs> Write that down, Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, yeah. So we talking about Jake Gyllenhaal and all, and all that. I don't even know where I'm going with this one, I'm not going to lie, but obviously where he was saying about like living the different lives and that, what type of lives would you like to indulge into? It's like type of roles that you actually, I want that at least once. To learn about, you mean? Yeah, it could, could be to learn like, about. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. I'd do anything really. Yeah. Is, is there anything that you wouldn't do? No. No? no. <laughs> really? Actually, no, I'd, I'd actually do anything. I'm trying to think of like roles that I could just like bang off the top of my head, but like I me, feel like every one of them you just got yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah. would because me and first year would like first year uni after me little um, panic attack and stuff like that and leave. Yeah. I, I, no, I wouldn't do it. But now, as I said, I've completely changed as a person. Mm. Um, I've been doing like these improv shows, and I done one yesterday, last night, sorry, and like even a few of the tutors were there, mm-hmm. and he was saying like, I'm so proud of you, like. It's mad at how far you've come. Mm. So it is. I'm proud of myself, to be honest. My little journey, you know, I've had to have the panic attacks to get to where I am now. Yeah. But that, that's what makes you is the person that you are today, as you said, wasn't yeah. it? That's what makes you a strong human um, in terms of being able to overcome them challenges or whatever it is. Like, did you only start really getting them or became more frequent or more... 
what's the word that I'm trying to find where they start becoming more frequent in it? I don't know, not not frequent, but like where you're able to be, then you're more prone to getting them. There you go. So you're more prone yeah. to be able to get panic attacks. Was that came when you went into theatre and stuff like yeah, that, or was that before you even started the theatre? So I think I had I think I had a random one um, when I worked in Jag, but yeah. I didn't have a clue. Like it was just didn't have a clue what it was, and mm. it went quite quick. The one in uni stayed for like a day. Mm-hmm. I'd say you know do after effects. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was just more at the first one in uni, well the second one sorry in uni it would knock me confidence. I think when every time I was getting up, mm. that's when I was prone to them. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna have one now. Yeah. I was up last time. Um, it was in this room as well. Yeah. I was standing there. You know what I mean? But then I'd start just slowly started to get more confidence and. Mm. I haven't had one for ages to be yeah. isn't it mad as well because I've got like a little thing where it's like a certain spot brings back a certain thing yeah it's like it was the room I always like yeah. I need to be in a different room here yeah I like I do find that mad did you feel like that you brought yourself out of it or did like a partner bring you out of it or a friend or a tutor or family people try mm. but I don't think you listen yeah I think it's got to be you because mm. like you know I've spoke to people that have had them um, someone had one last night before the show. Yeah, and I c- you can only say so much, but it's, it's yeah. them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like yeah. probably five percent of it. They're they're ninety five percent. They need to do it themselves. Yeah, it's so, hard, but because I always remember mine. Like I was walking, wearing like a panic attack, but I was walking home from the gym. So I was walking up towards London Road, and I just started like proper burst out crying, mm. like just just absolutely mad and. That was like my point where I was like, I need to now get better. Yeah. Like the amount of conversations I've had with people and try to relate to people and all that. But like where you're saying that, it, you just have to make that decision yourself. Like it, it's a lot of work. No, it is. To do that. It's and I feel, as well. Yeah. Like I feel like I had to bring myself away from a lot of people in order to be able to get happier and yeah. feel like more me again. But it's I annoying that you have anymore. to do that. Yeah. But if that's what you helps you, do. then, you know, I look after number one. Yeah. I mean, so on that, like, I'd never want to go through again. But, of course, it came out in a better way. But it's quite lonely. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the way to say. Like, it's quite lonely that you have to be able to go and do that. Just be on your own. Yeah, be on your own. And then find out what's going wrong. Why don't you like it? And you've got to find out ways how you can come away from it. If you can't, how do you adapt to it? And like it's, it's a lot of self work to then just not have a panic attack. I know it's so it's so crying. annoying, so frustrating. Yeah, but do you feel like since you've got better or something like that, or you've been able to overcome it more efficiently, that you're just not having them anymore? Basically, yeah. I probably yeah. will have another one in my life. You know what I mean? But it won't be through acting. Yeah. Or through like being in front of people. It's the midlife crisis. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's, it's literally midlife when I get, crisis. When I get to meet 20-year-old goal, and I'm like, I'm still in Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> still stuck on the shelves. Yeah. Right, shift leader. Well, I'm stepping down, but... Why, why are you stepping down? It's another story. Oh, God. You got, you got they're, not, they're not flexible enough for me acting. Camera's right there, lads. He said he was, but they, they're not. Yeah. So, I'm not happy. Yeah. We're gonna to have to change his name on this as well to Charlie's something else so they don't find him. Yeah, don't work on Ball Street Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> like that, don't don't work there. Uh. Not after this goes out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
So, to be fair, we're coming up to the hour and we've actually covered... Have we covered everything that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. Did you say? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anything else you want to ask? Like, anything um, that I'm doing now? But that's the next question. What's next for Charlie? What's next? Well, we've... The four of the lads, when we left uni... Yeah. We thought to ourselves, what do we do now? Mm. So we've created a theatre film company, which is now registered through the government and everything. Yeah. I've had a letter saying director um called what now yeah because we left them for something what now mm. which i think's a good idea to be honest i with. actually do like that so obviously i'm doing my short film mm. through that um someone's wrote a play and then we're going to do a showcase of like four different plays mm-hmm. 20 minutes mm-hmm. we're going to put pieces of paper under people's chairs so when they finish they make boxes just tick which one and that you like the most yeah a little sentence on why and then we'll just do that then mm-hmm. as a full play Ah, uh, fair enough. How do long that is, next year? Uh, like, a non-play average? About an hour, an hour and a half, isn't it? Depends, really, yeah. Yeah. Do short ones or mm. long ones with, like, an interval. Some don't. So, how did What Now really come about? Because I know you just left uni, like, okay, What Now? But did someone already have that idea in their head? Or were you all just sitting there and just, just chatting for ages and then it just came up? Well, yeah, or, we said we wanted to do something. Yeah. And as I said earlier on, where I was like, you know, we don't want to wait for people. You mm-hmm. want to do it ourselves. So mm-hmm. like, why not just... you got nothing to lose, you know what I mean? It's fair enough, like. So, yeah. well, why not just have a go? I'm f- actually doing it now. Yeah. How far do you think you could take it? Quite far. I think Liverpool's a boss city. Mm-hmm. Like, theatre and stuff, and film as well. Yeah, it's unbelievable. it is. It's Even a very good art well. city, isn't it? Yeah. With, like, all the stuff that comes from that. So, how do you reckon you'd be able to take it to, like, the, the next step or something <coughs> like that? Like, do you have to just find people and then hire a space? Or do you talk to theatres? Yes. So, the Arts Bar on Hope Street, they have a theatre there. Yeah. It's like £390 a night. Mm-hmm. So, if we just chip in, pay it, pay it, whatever, and then tickets can be like £6, £7. Yeah. You make some money back. Mm-hmm. And then that'll just go back in to the next one. Yeah. Um, and then my short film that I'm doing, I'm going to enter it into film festivals. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that gets noticed, mm-hmm. picked up. I say that's not even done yet, but <laughs> hopefully it's good enough to yeah. do that. You know what I mean? Because when is it January? Yeah. Uh, have you got a date? No. no. I'm doing a read through in like two weeks. Yeah. A professional one. Mm-hmm. Like big square table. Don't know if you've seen videos on YouTube, like yeah. the office and that. Like all the cast round with the water bottles. <laughs> Boss water, not yeah. this. What it was yeah. this? I don't even know what that is. I don't even know. Um, and then all the crew as well. Mm-hmm. And just see what works, see what doesn't, and then change stuff, see what people want to change. Mm. Are you looking forward to it? Like, yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm stressed as well. Because <laughs> like I'm doing, I'm not just act, I'm, I'm in it. Yeah. Because I love the centre of attention. And um, <laughs> I'm also like directing, and I've wrote it. Mm. So the credits are just going to be me. Mm-hmm. Just going to written by Charlie yeah. Glynn. Directed by yeah. Charlie Glynn. Starring Charlie Glynn. So costume by Charlie Glynn. <laughs> just going to be me. It's a one-man one man film. I'd, I'd come and see it. Yeah, I'm going to... Well, as I said, I've, I've even done it yet. But yeah. what, what I want to do is I want to put it on somewhere for like friends and family. Because mm-hmm. with film festivals, you can't like... Um, Weird. You can't put them on YouTube or anything until mm-hmm. they've seen them. Yeah. Which is annoying. How come you can't put them on YouTube until they've seen them? I don't know. I had them one like two years ago and only come out. Yeah. Like on YouTube. 
last two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I forgot about it. Boss, good film, but yeah. I just completely forgot. I was like, oh, fucking hell, I forgot I'd done that. That's absolutely mental, I'm not going to lie. It's one then. How much work actually goes into it? Like, you know, the scenes and stuff. A lot. you got to yeah. edit it. Um, obviously, sync the audio up. Mm. And then you've got to um, colour grade it. Mm-hmm. Just a lot, a lot of work. I haven't got, to, I haven't thought about that yet. Yeah. When I hire someone to do it, <laughs> Derek, can you edit? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, you have got a mate that can do it. Uh, who? Oh, Redbird Media. Montel. Yeah. Yeah. Monty. Could hire them actually. Yeah. Yeah, shelter. I, I didn't even think about that to be honest. There you go. Montel, you hired me. Yeah. <laughs> And if you ever want to become a producer on a podcast, let me know, lad. Yeah, because yeah. just in case that annual leave, he's on annual leave till yeah. he's not getting any at the minute. Christmas, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need to get him a big salary first. <laughs> but um, other than what now is the ninth else that you've got lined up for yourself, or do you just focus on that one thing? Just me improv classes now that I'm going to. Mm. Um, I'm doing a few more shows with them. Yeah, that's good for confidence, though. Mm-hmm. So you should should have a go with that. I'm not saying yeah. you're not confident, but. If you if you ever want to build confidence, mm. it's funny. Because isn't the improv show what you're saying before about? Oh, you 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 stood there and you've got to they give you the word. Yeah, so you ask you... the audience for a one word suggestion, yeah. and then someone someone said last night waterfall. <laughs> I told you before, but yeah, I'll say it again. I, yeah. Um. So I thought, oh, like there's like A to C. So you think waterfall? Um. I thought tap. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> so I told a story of um. I was in my room, like two o'clock in the morning. I had a Red Bull mm. and my headphones on. This is like Whitney Houston. Mm. Um, I was on the Xbox, having a, the best time of my life. So I went to the toilet and um, come out and my mum had obviously heard me in the toilet. I didn't know she was there because I had my headphones on. Mm. And she was just stood there looking like the girl from the ring, like half asleep with her fucking hair over her face. And I was like, whoa. And I, I said, look, I said to the audience, look, I don't condone it in women, but my mum nearly caught her left hand. <laughs> Everyone was laughing. Oh I didn't hit my mum. I, I made a weird noise that could only be described as something I don't even know what it was. I think any person or animal has ever made a noise on yeah. the planet. It's like a little. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I wasn't asking. Yeah. So it'd be great time. Went from yeah, the worst time. Yeah. Put a Dell on when I go back to my room. Signed water. Bid me Red Bull. <laughs> Glad that was a waterfall to say the least, man. But yeah, it's good. Oh yeah, yeah. so bad, bro. I was just too busy <laughs> thinking about knocking my mum out. <laughs> um, yeah, so you do that and then you do three scenes. So someone done a scene where they were about the ring, the mm. girl from the ring, saying like, have you, had, have you watched this? Like, I watched it and they rang me and said, um, I'm going to die in seven days. And you're like, what? And then this, they put it on for three hours. Man. Mm. It's weird improv. You think acting's awkward. Improv mm. can be awkward if mm. like, it just dies on its ass when you get up. I don't want to sound like stupid saying this. Go on. Does improv is just show for improvise because you improvise? Yeah, yeah. Spot. Sorry, okay. I should have said that for that. non-actors. You know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, "Am I stupid for like thinking this through?" Or Improvisation. Yeah. Yeah. Improvisation. It's fun though. I'm, I'm yeah, really enjoying. I'll it. happily put Derek onto that. Do it. I've done my years of acting. I've done my time. You wanna do it, Derek? Come with me. Do it. Do a little show. Would you? There's like a few people on yeah. there that have never performed in their life. You literally just turn up and then you just say, Fire. 
No, well, I, I'm doing just... a classes, so. Oh, okay, okay. You do, do you do like a show at mm. the end of your class, like? Do you ever watch the course? Whose line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah, it's On like Dave. they like that. That's hilarious. Yeah, like, what's that. whose line is it anyway? It's improv. Yeah, it's like like that. You get you get given scenarios. Mm. Like yeah, uh, there's a few different styles of improv, like but yeah, they, I don't remember what they one's called. Mm. They do also. Yeah. They, they do ones where like the audience writes a scenario on a piece of paper. Yeah. And, and they all do. And then they pick it out of a hat. And then they've all got to mm. make a funny scene out of it. Mm-hmm. But it's a very underrated show. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Fair. Would you ever go on improv? Is the, no, what was it? Whose line is it next? Whose line is it anyway? Oh, whose line? Would you ever go on that? Yeah, I'm not good enough for that. Yeah, but I will, I will go on it. It'll be funny. Like, there's one that I watched, I've seen on TikTok. What's it called? I think it's like Shoe From The Hip. Yeah. And they they asked for the audience for a one-word suggestion for, like, a, a film. Mm-hmm. They're going to do a feature film. Yeah. Like, an Oscar-winning feature film. And it was like, um, I can't remember what the line was. It was something like, oh, my God, who did that? Mm. And then they just come up with this play about, like, the French. And I was mad. Mm. Like, World War. But I thought, literally within a second, they're, they're doing it. Fair enough. See, I'm I'm one of them. I cannot think of stuff on the spot. Yeah, especially when you're like, there's like forty people yeah. watching you. So I remember when I went to um, I had therapy for a few months, just to help me like figure all my stuff and all that out. Mm. And one of my things where that she realised was that if someone asks me a question, I'm really bad of just stopping and like just not being able to think of anything. So like obviously with this, if it comes to a moment where like. I have to think on the spot of a new question. I could have like a proper brain fart and really, just yeah. be like, Do you know, we should swap. Yeah, like I just won't be able to physically be able to bring anything up. Yeah. It's probably weird. So, me and improv, no. No, yeah. not good for you. Not good for me. I'll come and watch and maybe yeah, laugh. I'll, but I'll let you know about my next one. Yeah. We do. I had 30 minutes set or something. But. Yeah. Um, last one then. <coughs> question. And this is just for you personally. Hmm. If you could change the world, how would you do it? Oh, I'll ask everyone this. I think. Well, I don't know. You know. Yeah. It'd be funny to see what other people's takes are. Mm-hmm. Change the world. Probably the most cliche one. Just no war, but you know. No war. Well, especially what's going on now. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, like. I don't want to go into it. Yeah, it's fair enough. Is it? bad? Just that last thing. Is it bad that I haven't really took much notice of it because I hate watching the news? Yeah, and I hate like the news. It's just, just always depressing and yeah. morbid. But it's like one of them something so severe is going on at the minute that you should be knowledgeable about it. But I don't want to watch it because it's just how messed up it is. No, you can see on everything now. It's yeah. stupid. Oh well. Probably all free food for everyone. Free Nando's. Free Nando's. Oh, I love Nando's. Where's that just driver? <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Right. Well. Should we call it there? To be fair, we've been doing this for over an hour. Have an we? Hour. It's been, f- yeah, 65 minutes. Hour and five. Yeah. I know. Next time, if you'd ever do come on, it'll be longer because we'll be, I'll be more experienced. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like a three hour one. That's okay. Yeah. Would you? Just a three yeah. hour one or just me? Just you? Just chatting. Okay. To the camera and Derek and you. Okay. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> we can all get our own camera. We can get a, a third, I mean, a fourth member in. With an Andos. With an Andos. We just do it. Um, the big massive mukbang. Oh, I'd is. love to do one of them, you know. Just do a mukbang and Nando's. My f- fatty. <laughs> fatty. <laughs> right, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll probably call it there, lad. Right, Happy days.